but I like finding deals and I and I use them and I and I always justify it by whatever I pay for it. I can probably sell it for thirty bucks less and, and be okay. So here we are, a little bit of a smaller group for this next discussion. But what we thought we would do is touch base with each other about some of the little tweaks that we're making with our studio setups. What we have been experimenting with what have we what are we about to try what have we tried what's worked what's not and what are we definitely not going to touch again this is an ongoing project we can do this show like every like five episodes and we'll have new things to talk about because we're content creators so let's start with you rob because you were just talking earlier off camera about some of the latest purchases you made tell us about them and, and what's the what was the driving force behind those purchases well, the driving the driving force is, is that, you know, this is my home office. And due to some circumstances in my life and my business, I'm going to have to go set up an office. And that office is going to be a half hour away from me. So I want to have a certain level of comfort, you know, th- the same equipment that I have there than I have here. And so I, you know, I made the investment uh, in uh, a Rode Streamer X. And I'm going to try that right now. You know, I've got uh, the Elgato, you know, Cam Link. I've got a Rodecaster Pro, and and I wanted to try that particular item in this new situation. So I have just that one thing. I don't need to have multiple cameras. I don't need to have multiple microphones. And I'm going to set up as much as I possibly can something very similar to what I have here. You know, I have an extra Sony uh, 6100. I've got, I bought the BenQ light that I use to light myself primarily for most of my calls. And I do this because I'm, you know, I'm in telemedicine. A lot of what we do, we're doing in, especially in, in medical communications now, since uh, that whatever that thing was earlier, uh, a few years ago, um, hospitals don't want you to come on site anymore. And they are tickled when you can have a meeting with them on uh, Teams or some other thing. So I do a lot of presentations. I do a lot of discussions with CEOs, COOs, physicians. And so it's important that, you know, when they see me, that I look my best. I, it kind of drives me, you know, if you're the client, it's fine if you're poorly lit and you're talking into your whatever. But for me, I'm trying to close business and I want to make sure that I'm presenting myself well and then I can show, uh, you know, and throw up graphics. I can do whatever I need to do to make my point. And, you know, I'm also filming short segments on training people on certain aspects of telemedicine and telehealth so that we talk about certain things that I don't have to sit there and retrain somebody over and over and over again. That when it comes time to onboard somebody, either a physician or a new client or, or somewhere along the lines, they can get links to a series of videos. They can watch them on their own time. And then we can have a follow-up meeting and whatever. And so it's important to me to have kind of the same things that I have here elsewhere. And, and luckily, you know, I have extra stuff, but some of it's as simple as just making sure that I have, I'm going to get the same monitor that I have here. I'm going to get, you know, I'll have the same lights and the keyboard whatever. It's the simple things so that when I sit down, I don't have to overthink, you know, why is my keyboard 
different here or whatever. So it's, it's the simple things. It is an investment, but in the big picture, I need to be able to have that communication tool at a high end for the people that I'm communicating with. Totally makes sense. Tell us more about the training videos a little bit, because um, I've been doing some uh, training videos or developing standard operating procedures that I can, you know, show to somebody that I'm outsourcing certain tasks to is, are you doing anything special with any kind of software or platforms that are doing that? Are you just filming videos for people to watch? I'm, I'm filming videos and, and throwing them into Final Cut Pro and, and doing a little chopping there and, and, and keeping it fairly simple. I have some motion graphics for the beginning of things and for the end of things. But the, you know, my goal is to be able to consistently, and this is very important, especially when you're dealing with medicine, you know, that you're saying the same thing to everybody the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and that consistency is very important, but it, it can go, it can boil down to, you know, when I'm training a doctor, how to turn on their new re- workstation, or I need to have them, I need to explain to them why they need to send me their, you know, copies of their licenses and where they've been privileged or whatever else. These things that, you know, I need to have these discussions with and I need to make sure that they watch these things. So I'm going to be tracking them to make sure that they've watched these things through, you know, a software package. Um but it's just, you know, it's just a, is you know, it's a matter of being consistent and saying the same thing to a large group of people so that everybody's on the same page. And, and you don't always do that when you're doing things live. And I mean, I can have a discussion with you. I can have a discussion with them so that they can ask me and I can answer questions. But in the, in reality, there's 80% of what I talk about. I talk about over and over and over again to different people. And so it's just going to be more productive if I, film those things and put them behind a firewall and let them watch them when they need to watch them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The thing I love the most about that story is just how all of the things that you've experimented with as a creator are all coming together with this new enterprise that you have. All the skills that you've built with scripting, with lighting, with how to edit in Final Cut Pro, how to use Ecamm. Like it's all, these are all universal skills for all of us and you're Right. You're really Yeah. I might not be creating for, you know, people on YouTube at a grand level, but the people that I am targeting are going to be very important to my livelihood and I will make money off of it. So I might only be ultimately communicating to let's argue a thousand people, but uh, they're a thousand very important people. Gotcha. Gotcha. I always forget about that, about how to making videos to demo. Like I was trying to train my editor to do some stuff in radar, to do some social posting and things like that. And at the moment I was thinking we need to have a zoom call or a discord voice call so I can show him what's going on. And it, it completely slipped my mind that I could have just made him a loom and just send him instructions. Cause you get a five minute yeah. loom for free. And all you do is a screen recording. It's very easy, very easy. Right. And it yeah, just I always put way. that out of my mind. That's always, I always put that out of my mind. Well, the professional ways do it, ecam and overlays and all kinds of stuff like that. But I'm yeah. saying, if you want to tell somebody how to do something really quick and dirty, a loom is the perfect thing. Another tool yeah. that I've been using is Tango, and it's it it automatically captures yeah it captures screenshots of the clicks that you're making in 
a Chrome browser, the free version, mm-hmm. at least if you, if you pay for professional, you can then capture your clicks in other apps. But if you're doing something that is all browser enabled, Chrome browser enabled, you can do an entire, and I've done like 40 step things that involve posting to social media, particularly rich that, that are very nice and explicit. And I, I think they've turned out really good. And that's are they, does that make that. videos or cause I saw one plugin nope. like that, that makes a PDF file. Is that what yours does? You can make a PDF file out of that. Yep. Yeah, or people yeah. can just go to the link and they can pull up the tango on, uh, on the interwebs and follow through that. So yeah, there's a bunch of different Pretty ways cool. to do it. Yeah. And, and then what I do is I take the, the link, sorry, I take the link to the tango and I put it in the ClickUp task so that it's in the template. So when somebody pulls it up and if they forget how to do that step, there's the instructions right there. And it just gets repeated every time the task gets created. So there you go. Sorry, Michelle, what were you going to say? Uh, oh, this is a blast from the past. I, I, I remember using that in the past and I need to, uh, I need to, I might need to go back and revisit that. Um, I love that idea. Um, you but you know, you mentioned ClickUp, but, but, um, what I, what I was, uh, I was talking to, to some, um, to some, um, folks over the weekend and, you know, sharing some of the things that I do in Trello or whatnot. And so I have certain things built into Trello, you know, and I, you know, and I leave links and stuff in there, but I never really thought to actually, you know, leave the link to like a video instruction situation. So that is an excellent idea. But of course, you know, I'd use Ecamm to do that. So yeah, there you go. Well, you're welcome. I'm here to help. <laughs> but there you go. So Michelle, tell us about anything that you've been doing in your studio lately. Any little acquisitions? You're always shopping. You're always shopping. Yeah. Oh my God. I was even shopping today because like Roe just came out with the um, with some new... Um, um, wireless microphones that do so much <laughs> and it has like um, uh, but okay all right let me back the let me back up the truck so Rode just came out with these new wireless microphones they're um, the Rode Wireless Pro right and these particular microphones have all kinds, like it has everything. They put everything and the kitchen sink into these where you can wirelessly connect them to your Rodecaster Pro. You can do in-ear monitoring. There's something about something floating, whatever. I didn't really understand all of that. But anyway, I saw the videos and I went ham today. I was like, oh, wow, I want that. I li- I literally just bought the, um, the Mies. They just, they just came yeah. out with Mies and I just, you know, and I've, and I've used them. I really like them. And I, I found a way to kind of rig it up to my, <laughs> to, to my roadcaster, but it was, you know, it wasn't the way I rigged. Well, it, you know, it was I found a way to, to do what I wanted to do. But then I was like, oh, my, these are the new new and improved. So I can sell the other ones and then get the new ones that have all this goodness in it. But I, then I started to think to myself, do I really need that? No, Michelle, you don't need it. So anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I have gas. I have gas and I love tech. I love having new tech. But what did I do in the studio? Um, I just kind of rearranged some things. Um, I have a pretty awesome studio in that I have a lot of screens. I'm looking at a lot of screens and 
everything is designated. Like I have stuff on my right side and stuff on my left side. And I really, I really like the way it's set up. And so now I'm like, Hmm, what if I move the screen over on that side so I can use the other side of my studio? And so I have all these plans. I don't really need to buy anything. I have enough cameras. I have enough um, monitors. I have, <laughs> I have enough computers. So um, I'm just yeah, a voyeur looking at all the new stuff that's out. And uh, I pretty much like this, the, the way my studio is set up because it's beautiful. I can come in here and at a moment's notice, turn everything on and I know everything is where it needs to be. Everything is set exactly where I need to, to have it. And I have no friction when it comes to actually coming in here to do content creation. The friction comes when you start tweaking and moving stuff. Because now it's like, oh, wow, well, now I got to fix the angle on this camera or I got to fix the lighting on the other side over there because I don't have my green pop up lights on that side of the, uh, on, the on that side of the studio. So, yeah, um, once I set it. Which I have. I want to forget it. I don't want to do anything to it. So um, so it's really nice to kind of like watch and see what other people are doing. But you know what? This has been set up for a while and I kind of like it the way it is. Not a girl. And I, I really uh, envy that low friction process. And we've talked about this <laughs> many times. So um, I idolize all of you that have such a nice ready to go locked in sort of setup. But I've been working on it, but I, I don't want to cut in just yet because i want to hear what rich has been doing lately with his stuff because you're a good bargain hunter you're you're often finding things maybe that have fallen off a truck somewhere and and <laughs> added them into your studio and testing them actually, out so i actually shouldn't do that because you end up buying stuff you really don't need but it's a deal uh, like i just bought yeah. the the road wireless go Two from somebody in our group and it comes with two transmitters and one receiver well the transmitter mm -hmm. doesn't work and I can't figure out how to make it work. And I haven't had time to troubleshoot it because do I really need it? I didn't really need it. But anyway, it was it was a deal, so whatever. I've also got four ZV-1s. I have two that I'm using here on this desk. I have one on that desk over there. And I've got one in a bag because I have all these big plans that I'm going to go vlogging someday. And I want to have these Rode Wireless Goes in my vlog kit so it's ready to go. And I never go anywhere and do anything like that because it's 150 degrees outside. But um, but I like finding deals. And I and I use them and I, and I always justify it by whatever I pay for it. I can probably sell it for 30 bucks less and, and be okay. But uh, like Rob, I want to, I want to set up a studio or a, a place to record at home. Cause I don't have that. I mean, I've got a desk and stuff, but it's just not set up to be a, a, a good looking thing like it is here. Um, because I do zoom calls with clients and suppliers and meetings and things like that. And, and I need to have, something more presentable than, you know, something in my spare bedroom that has clothes hanging on the closet and things like that. So, so I am always looking for stuff to set that up over there. I'll probably get, a, will probably get a streamer X or a duo, um, duo just because I can use it more. I don't know what we'll see. I don't know. A, a duo is more versatile than a streamer X, but a streamer X, you don't have to have a cam link. So, what do you want to do? Yeah. You do this thing or do that thing? So anyway. Yeah, that's the big attraction there for sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So what what do you think is the one thing that you really need before you start recording at home? Is there just one thing that you don't have that you have to get? 
No, I have everything I need. I need I need room because our house. We are the anti minimalists. We're we're not hoarders, but we're close. And I don't really have a good (laughs) space. I would have to have a garage sale and and get rid of my wife because she would she would leave me if I got rid of any of her stuff. And most of the stuff is hers. So I need to either push stuff out of the way, push stuff out of the way, or get rid of it to make a space. But once we had a space, I probably could use a light over there. Cause I don't have any lights, but I've got cameras. I've got all the stuff. I just need the. I right. just need. Uh, I just need the room. So I have a a, a suggestion. So in this room where I'm sitting, uh, murder is illegal. But anyway, keep no, going. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the YouTube takedown notice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I have a suggestion. So in this room. Um, I use every inch of this room as a set. So this is my main set on this side that you guys see all the time. Mm-hmm. I have a set on on all four walls as a set, right? Even the closet, even I put it I put a director's chair in front of the closet. There's a camera pointed over there. I've got lights and everything all set up and I'm going to start a new podcast called Straight Out of the Closet. No, it's kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, as a DIY, I, I, no, I'm so serious. It's going to be right. ca- it's called it's going to be called Straight Out of the Closet because I got all that's where all my DIY stuff is, and so I'm going to have like you know that's going to be a show that I'm developing right now, and um, I actually have episode one on on my bench right now that I just need to go ahead and shoot. But it's literally pointing to a closet, like literally. You can see the crap in the side, you know, well, I, I have the crap organized and there's a lot of green stuff in there. And so, but uh, but yeah, I literally just put the chair in front of the closet and, and lit it. I, you know, tested it out, you know, with the cameras and everything. And uh, it's literally a chair in front of the doorway of a closet. You could you could figure out whatever you want with your set design, hoarders and all. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it just depends you just on what you want to do. Embrace a different aesthetic, Rich. Just a, I'm just, just saying. A new aesthetic. Or pop up a green screen behind Listen, it or a blue screen. Our house is kind of like a path that goes through a bunch of stuff. It's not really like we don't have a wall that has nothing there at all. It's very. I mean, it's not bad. It's fine. It's just, it's not set up to have company like that. Well, here's what I used to do back in the day. Okay. Before I had this set, I had a green, a giant piece of green fabric that I put on a pole behind me. Yeah. Yeah. No one knew. (laughs) No one knew. I've got one of these Elgato roll up floor to roll up on the floor thing. So it's, I mean, I've got. Because I bought it on Craigslist because somebody wanted to sell it for a hundred bucks and it's like a three hundred dollar thing. So okay, then you've got, have no I've got every every tool that you need. Yeah, I just need the right. Oh no, I just need the right. There you go. Anyway, you have no excuse. You got a green screen. Come on, let's go. Put a chair in front of it and let's go. <laughs> All right. I still need a light. So the, I still need lights. But anyway, so okay. the studio upgrade that Rich needs is a light and and this the decision That's to go right. ahead and change this thing. There you go. There you go. Well, that's why you got us, because we'll we'll help yeah. you out with that. What do you need, Kills? What's up with you? Well, uh, I am going to the UK in holy smokes, a week from now, less than a week. And I swear this time I I was so bad when I went 
over in April, did not take any footage. I was really focused on, it was very much an actual umpire coaching trip. I was doing a lot of actually working with my people and, you know, running a tournament and all that kind of stuff. So it just wasn't conducive to content creation out of that. This is a marketing trip. This is a business marketing trip. And so I decided that I would pick up another set of wireless microphones because I actually gave my the set that I bought to um, one of my people uh, back in the UK because he had great need of them. So I just, here you go. And like you, Rich, I found a good deal and I thought, hey, I should I should go jump on this. So I bought a set of, and I'm going to say this, I, say, I call them Holly Fields, and that's wrong. Holly Land, Lark, why, Lark One, Lark One, I think, wireless mics. And it's so it's the generation before. And I looked at the specs and, and compared them to, say, the wireless Go 2s, and, and they don't have quite the same hertz range. The wireless Go 2s go down to 50 hertz or something, and these only go to 20. I, I don't know. I'm not an audio expert, but. I tested them out and you guys, it, you probably just ignored them, but I did put test audio files. I know Rob listened to them in the server and I'm like, you know, this is okay. So those are going to be my operating mics when I'm out because I'm going to be doing a bunch of talks and I'm going to sit there in the car and illegally, no, it's like Tesla has the steering thing. So I'll be okay. And I'll talk to myself as I'm driving up north. Uh, to the north of England. So that's something that I bought recently. Um, and I'm looking forward to putting that into use. But something that I just sort of did in my famous rolling mobile changing studio was I actually did make this setup. So this is pe people make jokes that I'm in my closet now because that is a closet behind me with a, a gray sound uh, blanket behind me. But I made this more permanent. And I gave myself a setup where I can have my camera and my teleprompter and the good audio here because of how much I do coaching from this space and how much I talk to prospective, uh, you know, clients and things like that. And so I just needed to upgrade a couple things. So I have a lighter teleprompter now on uh, that's attached to my iPad. So that is on an Elgato low profile boom arm. And that's attached to my desk. So, but I can take the whole teleprompter and the camera off that boom arm and put it on Rick, who's currently in my closet. And I can roll Rick out to the main room and do my big live streams and the bigger production events. And that's been working out really well. So I've reduced the amount of things that I need to unplug and change around. And it's more like just butterfly clip of the you know the the quick release um Yolanzi claw yeah that thing mm -hmm. that thing mm -hmm. I, I bought it's a few of those every camera i have <laughs> yeah so so just some small touches like that and a couple extra cables that just stay in place and then i unplug things and a roll rick out and off we go so that's actually even if it only shaves five minutes off it's reduced the friction for me to get some of the things done so I'm still mobile and refuse to be uh, in one place, but I'm getting better because you guys are inspiring. There you go. That's what I've learned. 
I guess I didn't realize your closet situation was a permanent thing. I thought you were on Rick the whole time, the whole, and I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I I used to have Rick out in the room, but it really bothered me because I mean, right? He's, I thought you were always useful, on Rick, but he's not for handsome. a while. You were on Rick every time you turned the camera on, right? Yeah. Yes, so that's what I yeah. thought. So and I it was I whether I had Rick here setup. or out there. Right. But what I found was I didn't like working in this space because I am such a I I'm just not I'm not right, and I wanted a cleaner looking space in order to be. <laughs> thanks, Rob. To to be more productive and get things done. Cause I just, if I, if I see cables lying around, if I, if things look messy, I get distracted and I want to deal with that right away instead of the very pressing deadline that I have. So this now is a much cleaner space that I can work in day to day. So I'm, I don't feel like I'm chasing myself out of the office or wherever Rick is. Rick is in the closet right now. I can wheel him back there and just fold things up and one of his legs kind of sticks out a little bit, but you can't see it. And yeah. he's trying to trip you. He's trying to kill you. He's trying to kill you. Our next podcast is straight out of the closet. I know it. There you go. There I'm you in go. The closet. I'll be your You're first guest. <laughs> and hopefully most of the listeners guest. have realized that Rick is a piece of equipment and not a human being. So yeah. <laughs> that would be very awkward. And right now we seg to. Never going to give you up. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Because Rick rolls. Rick really does roll. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for sharing all that. (laughs) Come on. That was pretty good. So, I mean, I, I like this touching base thing so that we know where each other's at. Because it's not just about the gear, but... You know, Michelle, we learned that you have a new show in production that uh, <laughs> I'm going to be the first guest star on. Uh, awesome. Stra- straight, out of, straight out of the closet. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> or yes. similar. And or similar, Rich, yeah. Yeah, you, you wanting to have uh, a setup at your home where you can be more professional with your clients and do more of your production there. And then that ties really nicely with Rob setting up a separate office where he can have a very similar sort of creative space with all the same gear and that sort of thing. And I think, you know, we're all realizing the value of the skills that we've learned and know the tools that we need to execute with those skills. So it's not, it's not all about the stuff. As Luis says, upgrade your skills. Thanks for hopping into our creator's pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Tell a friend about it, too. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Alec Johnson, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Valls, and me, Dina Thanks, y'all. Am I blurry to you guys?